Remember when everyone would ask you when you were little, what do you want to be when you grow up? And now we're grown up and don't know what we're doing with our lives. Hi, my name is Madeline and I am a college and career life coach. I help high school students, college students, and other young adults navigate the confusion that is life after graduation. Whether it's choosing your first career path or changing to a new career path, I am here to help you figure out what it is that you are doing with your life. So welcome, get comfortable, and let's hang out together. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. I took a little break last week and no, it was not expected or planned. I found myself in a place where I just really needed a break and had too much on my plate and said, you know what? I am going to do what is in my power to make it easier on myself. So I said, you know, life will go on if I don't post a podcast this week. So that's really the gist of it. That's what happened. And I wanted to get on the podcast today and say a little bit about work-life balance and truly how important it is to be able to master that concept. So this episode may be a little bit shorter. I normally kind of have bullet points that I want to hit, but I have nothing today. I'm just talking. So forgive me if it is all over the place. I will try my best to stay on task and on topic. Check back in next week if you want to hear me answer another frequently asked question. But until then, let's dive right into it. So for me, work-life balance was something that I really, really did not have when I started off in my career. Yet, to me, it's the most important thing that I could have in my career. So, remember, I was working as an x-ray tech. I had just graduated. And like I've touched on before, when you graduate, it is a whole new energy that you have like you well okay I guess I can't speak for everybody but when I have said this before people tend to relate so for me when I was a new graduate you know I was excited to be out of school I was ready to jump right into my career get all of the experience that I possibly could and really prove myself because for x-ray specifically kind of like nursing school while you're in school you always have somebody with you that is looking over your shoulder double checking your work making sure that you're doing the right things and so when you graduate you're automatically a tech and you're working on the floor like everybody else but it doesn't feel like it and like the imposter syndrome creeps in which we can make a whole other episode about that but it's just like 
literally a couple weeks ago, I was just having to have a tech check my images and come with me on all my exams. And now you're telling me that just because I passed a test that I'm capable of doing it on my own? Like, that's crazy. And that's the thought process I had. So part of me was wanting to prove that I could make that transition and I could become a functioning tech with developed critical thinking skills and, you know, this, that, and the other, someone who was capable of taking good images and treating my patients well and everything else that being an x-ray tech entails. So of course, that's a great mindset to have while you're training because while you're training, like you're gonna work 40 hours a week minimum probably. When I started, I was actually PRN. And for those who don't know medical terminology, PRN means as needed. And so I was kind of like, think about substitute teachers. They come in when a teacher who is a permanent employee needs a day off. So that's kind of what PRNs are in the medical field. Whenever there is an open shift, we fill it. And you can pretty much make your schedule which I liked. And I was like, cool, I'll be able to make my schedule. I can have whatever day off that I want, which was nice. But also I didn't really learn to say no. And so I got past my training and my 40 hours a week or whatever. And I, at that point was just picking up whatever shifts that I could, but I graduated in April, started my job in May. So we were approaching vacation season and people were needing weeks off. And I mean, it was great. It worked out. I normally got my full-time hours and then some, but then I got to the point where I was one of the few people who was trained on all three shifts, first, second, and third shift. And I was becoming the person that was the first person to be approached when coverage was needed. It could have been because I was trained on all three shifts, but it also could have been because I didn't know how to say no. I didn't necessarily want to let my coworkers down, upset my boss. And in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, the the extra hours can't hurt. I need the extra money. You know, why not? Like I can do it. But then I would find myself working overtime, number one, but also working weeks where I would work first, second, and third shift all in the same week. And that really messed with me. Getting off of your circadian rhythm is a real struggle. Um, And for those of you who don't know what a circadian rhythm is, it is kind of the natural clock that your body sticks to. Like, you go to sleep naturally at a certain time every day. You wake up naturally at a certain time every day. You get hungry naturally at certain times. It's just like kind of like your built-in internal clock, whatever you know schedule your body likes to follow. So when I was working those different shifts and working crazy hours and eating at different times and sleeping at different times, it was not great for me. Already with a present history of chronic illness, It was hard for me to stay healthy while working in a hospital, but also because I was working crazy hours that too did not do wonders for my immune system. And so I found myself getting a lot more tired easily and a lot more sick. This was happening 
every so often. And I just got to the point where I was loving the money, but I was not loving what it was doing to my body. I felt like I was running my body into the ground. I was having to not really schedule things because I was PRN. I wanted to make money, but I wasn't sure what my schedule would be unless someone puts their PTO in way in advance and I can grab the shift. It was ideal for me starting out, but it was not ideal for me long term. I thought the solution to that was to go full time and have a set schedule and everything would be great because I would be on like a rhythm, a certain schedule again, and it was just that was going to be my solution, right? So I changed to that schedule. And it did work for a while and I was with some really amazing coworkers and it became really enjoyable for a little bit, but still I felt like I was running my body into the ground. I was working second shift, so I wasn't able to make plans with my friends and family, go to events or parties or whatever the case may be. I couldn't do it. And the only free time I had that overlapped with everybody else in my life was Saturday and Sunday. During the week, like I said, history of chronic illness, all my friends are working, so I couldn't like squeeze in a lunch before work with somebody. So I would just use the extra time to rest my body so that I could get through my shift that day. And I felt like my free time during the week, I was only spending it resting my body so that I could get through my shift later that day. And then do it all over again tomorrow. And then the weekend would come. I felt like I had to cram literally everything that I ever wanted to do into 48 hours of the weekend, which really truly isn't 48 if you want to get full nights of sleep. I had to see my family, see my friends, see my boyfriend, be productive around the house, do laundry, clean up, have me time. There was just a lot that I wanted to cram into that small amount of time and it was not working for me. It was doable at first, but then the longer I stayed in that situation, the unhappier I became because I lacked balance. Because I felt like my life revolved around work. I felt like I was watching life pass me by. I wasn't able to see my extended family and we're very close. So that was a big deal to me because we make it a point to get together once a week. And we have done that for the last 33 years. So that bothered me. Specifically, I didn't get to see my grandparents. My cousin had triplets in 2020 and I didn't get to see them very often. And when I did, I felt like they had grown so much since the last time I saw them. And it just felt like life was passing me by and I was on the outside looking in. I didn't want to feel like that. And I knew that I was made for so much more than to sit unhappy and miserable in a job that did not allow me to have work-life balance. Now, granted, that job and those hours could have worked for somebody else. And it did work for other people, obviously, because I had coworkers that had been there for years and, you know, they were happy with the position that they were in. But I'm speaking for me personally, and I could have never predicted that I was going to react that way to that situation. I truly didn't know until I tried it. And when I realized that it was making me unhappy, 
I, I didn't really know what else there was for me to do. I ended up needing to hire a coach to help me out of that situation and help me find the solution because I felt stuck. I felt like I was on my own. I felt like nobody else related. Like my coworkers and I would trauma bond and complain about the work, of course, but like, I didn't think anybody was serious about quitting and wanting to try something new, but my coworkers did end up quitting, but they stayed within the medical field. Like I was ready to quit and actually try something different. So my next move was going to be with work-life balance in mind because I saw how much it affected me in this current job and how much I literally could not live without it. You may be somebody who doesn't have close family, close friends that are living in the same city as you that you're able to just go and spend time with one afternoon or one evening. Like you may not have that. And so some people might would rather spend their extra free time working. And I get that. That's great. And that's what you want. That's what makes you happy. And you should follow whatever makes you happy. For me, that was not it. I would have rather work less, see my family more, even if it meant that I took a hit financially because that's how important it was for me to feel balanced in my life and to tend to all aspects of my life, not just the career and money aspect. I came to the realization that money was not everything to me like I thought it was literally months before. And so that's why I do what I do now because not only did I choose the wrong career path multiple times, But then I got into a career path, graduated into it, started working, and I realized, hey, had I taken the time to actually sit back and reflect and think about what it is that I wanted out of life, I probably would not have chosen this for myself. Like, why did I choose this for myself? So that's when I decided that I wanted to become that person for future students, for current students that are getting ready to graduate, for students that are about to become high schoolers and need that guidance, for students who are graduating and going to college and they're about to embark on the same crazy path that I did when I graduated because I knew what I wanted to do when I graduated. Did I end up doing it? Absolutely not. I dropped out. I regrouped and found a new college and then graduated, worked, hated it. Now I'm here. (laughs) That is what, that is my why. That is my passion for why I am doing this. And I say all this to say work-life balance is important, whether you need a little of it or a lot of it. I'm obviously someone who needs a lot of it. (laughs) Work-life balance is important. Reflection before selection is important. There are a certain amount of things that you need to become clear on before you choose your career path. You need to know generally what you're interested in. You need to know what deal breakers you have going into a career. For me, I want to have benefits. I want to have PTO. I want to have a administration that supports me and believes in me and cares for me and advocates for me. That's just an example. I 
don't want a job that requires physical labor. That's a deal breaker. If I were to come across a job in the future that requires physical labor, nope, no thanks. I already tried that and it did not work out. I know that now. Did it take me having to have a bad experience? Well, it wasn't a terrible experience, but I got to the point of being miserable and being tired. Did it take me having that experience to figure out what I liked and didn't like? Absolutely. But I went through that so that I could have the understanding of what it is that you need to know before you choose a career. So what did I say? You need to know your interests. You need to know your deal breakers. You need to know your limitations. Again, my body had been chronically ill for years before I even chose x-ray school. Had I asked myself, do I really want to work a job with physical labor? I would have said no. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know if I was ambitious, if I was excited that I was finally healing some and I wanted to give it a shot. I don't know what it was. I don't know why I would choose something that would make me do physical labor knowing good and well I did not want that for myself long term. You need to understand your skills, your strengths, but also your weaknesses. I guess your weaknesses are, you know, your limitations or whatever, but are you good at public speaking? Cool. Get a job where you can do public speaking. If you hate public speaking, it's probably best not to find a job where you're going to have to talk in front of people. Do you hate math? Don't become an accountant. (laughs) I mean, that kind of, it seems silly, but it really is that simple. Like knowing what skills you have, what your general interests are, what your deal breakers are, what your limitations are. I feel like I'm missing something, but you can always go back to the old podcasts and I've said it somewhere along the way. When you are clear on all of that, that will help you find a career path that is going to fit with you long-term. Now, I'm not gonna say this is a foolproof plan because life happens. But when you take these steps, it is going to get you closer to the thing that is right for you. So an example, like for work-life balance, a career deal breaker for me is that I need a job that's going to allow me to tend to other aspects of my life and to be able to feel balanced. That's not what my last job did. That's what I'm getting in my current job. And that's a big portion of why I chose to become a small business owner and an entrepreneur because I could make my own schedule. I could work as much or as little as I wanted to. And I was in full control of my money. And I like that a lot better. That's pretty much all I have for you today. I hope this was helpful. Um, Again, I had no bullet points or script for this. So if it's all over the place, I do apologize. But come back next week so that we can go back to the FAQ series. If you're interested in coaching with me, if you're trying to figure out what career path you want to pursue, what type of job you want to pursue, what subject you want to study, if you want to go to college, if you don't want to go to college, I help you with all of that. 
I have a free 30-minute call that you can book with me. The link to it is in the show notes. All you do is click the link, sign up for a time that works for you. We will meet on Zoom for 30 minutes. We will talk about your current situation, what you're currently struggling with, what you're looking to improve on and get out of our sessions together. And we will put together a solution that could serve you and get you closer to your goals. That free 30-minute call is no commitment required. So just because you sign up for the call does not mean you have to sign up for more coaching. So give it a try. Try before you buy is what I like to say. And I would love to chat with you. Hang out with me on social media this week. I'm going to be talking a little bit more about work-life balance on there. So just make sure to come hang out with me. I would love it if you would follow me, listen to the podcast, like my videos, comment, share your thoughts. I love to hear from you guys. So I will be waiting for you over there. Until next time, stay safe and let's hang out again soon.